Welcome to Season 4, Episode 8 of Four Seasons and a Funeral, the show where the show doesn't matter and the conversation is made up. <laughs> Today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 8 of Fringe, back to where you've never been. <laughs> My name is Charlie, and joining me today are David and Nick. Hi, I'm David. Hi, I'm Nick. David's dying a lot more than me right now. <laughs> of all the openings to rip off of. <laughs> Wait, you don't like whose line is it anyway? All right, first up, let's play props. <laughs> first up, we'll play What Did You Do Last Week or Two Days Ago? But in the form of a hoedown. <laughs> Oh, I don't know where I've been going, <laughs> but... Going. <laughs> All right, I can't. I lost, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> All right. All right, David, what have your last two days been? Um, listen, don't, don't reveal to the audience that we're filming these in bulk. We're not. Okay, David, we're... make up a week. All right. So... How do you think... Actually, no. How do you think the rest of your week is going to go? Um, I've been very, very tired from work. Um, I enjoyed this week's episode of What If. It was very good. Zombies. Um, uh, I went, Charlie and I went out and got lunch on Saturday, uh, last Saturday. Yeah. Um, it was (laughs) very good lunch. We went to a Mexican Taiwanese restaurant. I'm a holder to that now. And it was very tasty. <laughs> Gonna be very Man. upset if we don't David. get Mexican Taiwanese food on Saturday. I don't think that exists as a fusion. You're, good. Good luck. You're gonna go find it now. And also, Charlie, wasn't it so exist? crazy when my character in D and D got turned into a gold dragon forever, and now they're just a part of the party? <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy how they got written off as a player character and are now an NPC. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy how crazy. your align- alignment flipped and now you're evil. <laughs> uh, Isn't yeah, it crazy? This is, this is just when I reveal that I've been a spy the entire time. <laughs> Isn't it crazy Nick's character went to go talk to some people and everyone with him turned out to be traitors? <laughs> Fucking twice in a row? <laughs> uh, it Listen, would be really I know- funny. <laughs> At least I know that the one traitor isn't isn't coming with me. Just just a couple of the potential other ones. <laughs> oh. But yeah, Charlie, was... how, how's your week been? How was that how was that Mexican Taiwanese food? <laughs> it was disgusting. It was the worst thing I've ever had in my life, and I hate David for taking me there. You didn't like your uh <laughs> Chow made burrito. <laughs> no, 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 no. Your, your, uh, you didn't like your chicken tacos. Taquito. That's Thai food, not Taiwanese food. Fine. Oh man. Um. No, but uh, we were supposed to have my puppy was supposed to graduate from puppy class tonight, but uh, that was postponed because there was flooding at the center, and really true to the school experience um the graduation takes form of a tournament in between you the other people in the class where it's like who can do a sit stay the longest who can do a down stay the longest um guess who had not been practicing the sit stay or the down stay leading up to graduation this week oh your doggo i assume well more me than my doggo because i have to train her but Ah. 
Blame um, your dog. <laughs> it's now been pushed back a week. So <laughs> that big exam that was coming up, a natural disaster has canceled it. And I get more time to not study. <laughs> uh, Just going to continue to me. This reminds me of the magic. This reminds me of the magic of where I got an extra week to work on a project. And I was so excited. And it was all because of this weird virus that was, you know, coming around back last March. Uh, SARS? That was great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Bird a- flu? A SARS? The Zika oh. virus? <laughs> oh, that thing. God. The pandemic what's, okay, that was bad. What's the, what's the 2024's um, like, sickness, like virus going to be? COVID. We, 2016 was Zika. COVID. COVID still. Just, just COVID again? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, not again. Still. There's Continued, a difference. Continuous. The Omega variant? <laughs> No, because that that means that that's the last one. Yeah, and then humanity will be wiped out. (laughs) We can all only hope. Uh, Remember when people were like, ha, 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 look, I made COVID in Pandemic or in Plague Inc. And then it became too real. Oh, that's what I've been doing recently. I downloaded Bloons Tower Defense 6 on my phone, and I forgot how much fucking fun that game is. That game is a lot of fun. I have it on my computer, and I I keep meaning to play it. Doesn't it have multiplayer? It does, actually. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah there's, you can... there's, you can do co-op rooms and stuff. Weird. All I think right. up to like four people or something. A new uh, gacha game came out today that I've been playing. Um, it's uh, called World Flipper. Um, it's a pinball gacha game. <laughs> Excuse me? The main David. gameplay is basically pinball, but you pull characters and they have skills, and some of the skills like add extra balls or like they shoot beams at the monsters you're trying to kill. But it's honestly the most interesting gameplay uh, from a gacha game that I've played in a long while. Okay, right, Ben. My, you're uh, you're my... really not selling me on gacha games. Uh, my my download's pending. Of what world flipper? <laughs> of world flipper. <laughs> <laughs> the server's a little unstable right now just because a lot of people are getting into it. I just love Nick. You haven't sold me on this, and I'm like, I've already downloaded it. <laughs> it has some it has like some of the most beautiful pixel graphics as well that I've seen. It's so pretty. Um I highly recommend it. It's it's actually really fun. I do enjoy oh, how um how gacha gacha games are moving out of like the basic RPG style, and there's actually, you know, different gameplay styles now. You would think that, but the new Near Reincarnation one is just a boring ass turn based RPG, and it is really bad, and it's just surviving based off of the IP, which a lot of these gacha games still are. Oh man, awesome. interestingly, some of the permissions they want is send, receive push notifications, cool, receive push notifications at nighttime. So you can specifically opt in to late night push notification. Mm-hmm. Or opt out of. Yeah, which I did. <laughs> well, um, don't get distracted by that. We're still, doing that. <laughs> we're still I, uh, recording an episode. My, my, my week, um, man, it's, it, it was great. Uh, you know, went out for a run one of the days this week. Now I'm not going to say which since I'm fucking tripped because I'm, I'm a clumsy piece of shit, it turns out. Uh, and <laughs> like, just fucked up my left foot and oh, completely no. split open the shoe like the shoe was oh, dead no. 
So, hey, uh, you know what's really cool? Because, you know, we're recording this this weekend. Uh, you know what I've done? I'm, I'm sh- you know, my foot's all healed up. It's great. Uh, I went to try and, I guess, repair the shoe. And, you know, it worked perfectly. And that's why I'm shoe shopping as well, you know. It's great. Uh, I was going to say, why repair the shoe? Buy a new shoe. Because it's so fucking hard to buy shoes in my size. Like, I don't actually know if I'm going to be able to find shoes in Guelph. Oh, look at me. I'm Nick. I have size two feet. (laughs) How big do you think shoe sizes go? I said size two. He has tiny feet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's the way that my feet are. Definitely. Definitely not just a really fucking awkward shape. And it's so annoying to buy shoes. Man, I, went, I went into Guelph. If your feet I, I into, are an awkward into... shape, I hate to think what your dick is. <laughs> oh no, don't worry. It, the, the, the thickness of the foot matches the thickness of the dick. Unfortunately, oh, it curves like a 90 degree angle to the right. <laughs> yeah, why, why do you think my partners love it so much? Think about all the he's angles really, you can hit with he's that. He's really good at fucking people around a corner. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, but yeah, just 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 for anyone who you know has like normal sized feet. God, I hate you. I haven't been able to buy shoes that I've wanted in forever. It's just like I'll walk into a store and it's like, hey, d- how many shoes do you have in like an extra wide size fourteen? And they laugh at me, and then I leave. Wait, do they uh, sell shoes in different widths? Yeah, yeah. Yes. What? Yeah, extra wide is a blessing. Oh. No, Charlie, extra wide is a requirement. <laughs> I mean, the fact that so, they make it is a blessing. It, it is, because if they didn't, I don't actually what know size, if I what, could find shoes. What size feet do you have, Nick? Like, honestly, like 14, 13? So, all right. So if I was able to find shoes with the appropriate width, I'm pretty sure I could fit into a size 13 shoe. However, okay, I definitely cannot. Um, quadruple mm-hmm. shoes in size 13 are not large enough. Um, oh. in terms of width. So I need so at like, least a 14, most of the time a 15, and I have a little bit of extra space at my toes, which is the mm-hmm. entire reason why my shoes got absolutely demolished today while running. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That, that you're going to trip and then wreck your shoes if, when there's room, especially if you're jogging or running, yeah. I think the most important thing I've gleaned from this conversation is that David has narrow, tiny feet. I I, I, listen, I'm like a foot shorter, <laughs> more than a foot shorter than both of you. So, what so, do you want me to do? So, so, so whenever it looks really weird because I have a lot of shoes, the entire reason for that is when I find shoes and they fit me, I buy them. What size feet it do doesn't you happen have, very Charlie? Much. I got like size 11s, but I, I do need a wider shoe. Yeah, Fuck, I, size, I, I, I wear size, size 11s. I wear size 9s, and they're fine. No. Fucking, it's, like it's, not a it's problem. the worst. I, I think I'm going to have to go to one of, like, the Nike outlet sometimes has them. Like, you got to find, like, outlet stores. Um, or you go Because the they States, couldn't sell hey, them in the that. main store? Because you're a They freak. literally won't sell them in the main store. Like, it actually is a thing. Uh, Nick, have you considered going to a, a clown excess store? <laughs> for your shoes? Spirit Halloween is his godsend. <laughs> His surplus clown equipment store. I think there's um a Nike outlet near me, actually. Isn't oh, there check one? Check that out, because I know there's a Nike outlet near uh near uh, Canada's Wonderland. Um, that I've been to a couple times. You do there's not a... have to drive that far. I also don't have a car right now, so I get to go to the mall tomorrow. Yeah, there's a there's a Nike factory store. Not too. Aww. 
a an indeterminate distance from my house. Hey, hey, Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Wanna wanna go on an adventure with me tomorrow and also pick me up? Um, I th- no th- is okay. Is Charlie, you do not have Charlie, to do that. Does it? Is I it, can't actually. Yeah, Charlie has things to do. Uh, last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, no, yeah, no. Sorry. Um, this past week, when I almost fucked up my foot really badly, uh. um, my my sister is visiting tomorrow, and oh, then nice. we have D and D, and then I am gone Friday and Saturday and Sunday, it's which okay. is why we're I'll recording finish. this when we are. Yes, that's why we're recording this on you know a week from now. Yep, on a nice Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we should get into the episode probably. Um my yeah, foot's probably got... fine. It just hurts. Uh They got Zoom Freak 3s for $160. God, I don't want to spend that much on shoes. How much shoe, do you spend actually. on shoes? Uh, 100 bucks doesn't because... sound crazy to me for shoes. Okay, so the great thing about having super large feet is they're always on sale the shoes because they're trying to get rid of them. <laughs> so your life sounds so difficult it's it's really weird because i i never buy shoes at full price because they're never at full price for the shoes that i need um because they're trying to get rid of them um it's it's a really strange thing i don't know what to tell you there's the Uh, outlet but they got like downrunner 11s for yeah i'll I'll, uh i'll definitely take a look i'll probably just uh see if i can find things that fit what if you just become a croc man I can't run in those. Yeah, you can. People run in Crocs all the time. You're not David, trying I'm not hard a monster. Enough. You never seen those gifts from Florida, man? Subreddit. <laughs> David, I don't live in Florida. I don't want to. Move to Florida. We don't actually. It's not safe there right now. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm, I'm, I'm happy here. Oh, you can get them shipped to you. Uh, yeah, I can get them. I, I, I certainly can. Um, the weirdness of my try on means... shoes between. Before buying them. Especially yeah, when you the have weir- weirdly shaped feet. Yeah, the weirdly shaped feet <laughs> means that I can tell you guys a size and it's wrong depending on the brand. Wow. It's Great. like you're a it's like you're a woman trying to buy anything. Uh. <laughs> but babe, I thought you were size one here. No no no. Their size ones are that place's size fives. <laughs> Well, yeah, so, like, for example, Charlie, New Balance, great for you because they generally make their shoes wider than the rest of the brands. Nike, on the other hand, makes them narrower. I like Nike. <laughs> Anyways, TV Guide. We haven't even done TV oh, God, Guide. TV Guide. <laughs> Get in there, Charlie. Peter takes a dangerous journey to the alternate universe to confront Walternate, while Olivia hears an ominous prediction from an observer. So, so apparently... Only- the TV Guide Man made it to the end of this episode this time. <laughs> I firmly believe the TV Guide Man only watched the last five minutes. <laughs> Do you think he watched the first five minutes and the last five minutes and then wrote yeah. his summary? And he was like, excellent, I know what to do. I'm you know getting what's a lot of flack for my you TV know, guides not doing the B-plot correctly. This time I'll get it right. You, you know what I'm sure happens in this episode? I'm sure we learn how this observer gets shot and is fucked up at the end of the episode. So, like, that's the B-plot, right? Like, it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, uh, spoilers. Uh, for the episode we're discussing, that's fine. Yes. <laughs> Oh, let's 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 get into this episode. I'm really excited about this episode. This is a, a God. I love this episode. This is good. This is a really good fucking episode. So, 
Nick and I discovered basically the next episode. No, 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 Charlie, 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 Charlie. We'll get there. We're I'm just saying, there. I'm very excited for David to find this out. Me too. And we're we're almost we're we're like an hour away from it. It's gonna and it's gonna be even better then. Is it? Is it going to be? Yes. <laughs> All right. So we uh we open up enter... in a dream. Yes, Peter is having a nice, happy dream. Uh, Walter's actually talking to him and making waffles, so the waffle machine's broken. Um, and then Olivia comes out, and she's like uh, wearing like obviously his clothing or something, probably her clothing actually. <laughs> but it's blue. Wearing, like, Peter doesn't wear blue. Only Olivia wears those kinds of colors. Yeah. She's wearing pajamas, and like they have a nice moment. And Peter sort of realizes. He definitely realizes this is a dream, right? Because he's just like... He's like, very... this is way too perfect right now. This is... Uh... Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Walter brings over the waffle maker because, you know, you know, Olivia's also sad because she's like, oh, you, I know you wanted those waffles, though. And Walter's like, don't worry, son, I'm going to fix this. And then he fucking throws it on the ground and slaps Peter in the face, waking him up, right? Yep. <laughs> it ricochets and hits him in the face and he wakes up with a black eye somehow and he's like, oh... Oh, if you get bitch slapped in the dream, you get bitch slapped in real life. <laughs> Damn. Good to know. Um, but yeah, uh, Peter wakes up. Um, he is at the dinner table, at least, um, and uh, has a realization, something something about Walter, uh, and makes his way to the lab, um, where we see Walter doing science, we'll say. Walter is doing something. He's very Walter. excited. He calls Astrid over to, like, come look. Um, and then a box of donuts is placed in front of him. He's like, ooh, donuts. And then he looks up and it's like, oh, no, wait, it's Peter. This, this and, is way worse. Get out of here. Yeah, that's just, it's Walter being, I think, unfairly harsh to Peter about this all. Because he, like, Peter essentially, like, asks him for help. He's like, okay, so I think if I use the machine again, I'm able to send myself back to my timeline because he's on under the assumption right now that he's, like, from a third parallel universe or something, and he needs to yeah. go back. Um, so he's like, yeah, if I can use the device, like, you're the only, you built the machine, you're the only one smart enough to help me use it, so I just, I need your help. And then Walter goes on this entire rant about how he tried to help a alternate Peter once, and that caused all this untold destruction, so now he's going to do nothing. Which I think is sort of just, it nah. feels very unfair to me, to Peter, for Walter to go on this rant to Peter. All right, like, David. I understand where he's coming from, but as well, like, this is still, like, your son, and you're refusing to help him. No, like, I, I, at no, all. nah. Uh, he's, okay, I, from everything that Walter has said here, and, like, I'm like I like understand where he's coming from and I'm like okay yeah no like they they've built the universe around this Walter in such a way that it makes sense for him to think this and not want to do it especially when he brings in essentially hey I tried to help a different Peter at one point um it caused the death of my wife uh it caused holes in reality um it caused almost our universe to break uh and I got put in a mental institution for 22 years and now I'm afraid to go outside Right, no, no like, like I understand, I understand all of that, but then his entire demeanor of not even wanting to talk to Peter or anything, that feels very unfair. If the because... last time that you talked to an alternate version of, or tried to, like, talk to or, like, help an alternate version of yourself, it caused 
a cascade of events that was like the, the essentially like the peak of your life happened and now you're you're hitting towards right, the right. bottom but don't punish someone else for that punish yourself like that's this is my problem with this is my problem with that is because it's not it's still very narcissistic and very selfish like this is someone else is hurting and suffering and you could at least do something to help them but instead he's actively hurting him but they've they've shown that that walter in this entire season is not like mentally in a state where he's ever going to be able to recognize that no, but they haven't though. He completely connected with that one child in that episode. Like they already showed Walter having compassion and having empathy and having that. Like All right, Charlie, they already showed that you... deep down he is still a good person and he's like he com- was hope Sorry, I completely I'm... agree that he's a, that he's a good person and that they've shown that he's a good person in this, but they've also gone out of their way to show that um, he will do everything that he thinks he can as long as it fits within his way of thinking. I I also think Walter is trying to help himself by refusing to help Peter. Like, he even says, I need to do what's best for me. I can't help you. Right, I, I just, I feel like this is very backwards from Walter because everything we've seen from Walter in previous seasons and previous episodes is that he does have this. seasons don't matter now, though. But the core character, like, from a viewer's perspective, yes, it does, though. Like, sure, this is an alternate timeline. Sure, this isn't our Walter, blah, 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 blah. But that's not true for, like, the character at a, as a whole or also as a viewing experience. It just feels like it... I think... A, but we remember, we're we've still seen in... Walter try to save his skin in previous episodes as well, where he was trying not to go back to the mental zone and did insane things because of that. That he thought yes, was but right. at, but but at the very end, he did go back to the mental and like he did do those things. He did sacrifice. Like that's what I'm saying. I well, I know. I mean, specifically did, in this I, season, wait, hold I'm on, talking hold about on, the ice pick and thing. I think it's also good to remember this is only like episode eight of a twenty some odd episode season. Yeah, yes. we're still we're still getting used to the new timeline. So right now, that previous season character development doesn't matter and is abruptly not there on purpose because it's supposed to show you the impact of a peterless world i would agree with this if not for the episode where walter literally connects and helps a child that's my problem that's fair like if they didn't have that episode with the mold child and him connecting to the child and then him desperately getting them to stop because they're hurting and they're going to kill the child like if that episode didn't exist in the season i would be down for it but because they've had that episode that's why i'm questioning what they're doing now and for how long it's been going on because i thought this was going to be like an episode or two of him refusing to and i thought this was gonna be the episode where he finally breaks down and he's like okay yeah but it's not fair to you for me to hurt you for mistakes i've made that's my problem but hey, that yeah. would uh, that would fuck with the entire plot of this episode um, because we need Peter to not be able to get help from Walter so that you know the episode can progress. Right. Uh, I just I I don't think they handled it very well. Is what I'm yeah. saying. Like I understand plotting. I understand like from an overall perspective. I understand why this has to happen. I understand where they're coming from to make this happen. I just don't think they did it well, especially because of what we've seen of this Walter specifically already. Yeah, I think it may also be compounded with the fact that it is dealing with the multiple universes. That adds another layer of Walter really not wanting to touch it. Anyways, uh, this this is going to be this is going to be a debate that we could definitely have for a while, and <laughs> yes, we should we should move on. Unfortunately, I, I've enjoyed it, but we should definitely move on. Uh, 
Yeah, so Walter's being a big dum-dum and refusing to help. <laughs> and Depending he on who you talk off. to, Walter is being a big dum-dum or Walter is sticking to what he's thought of in the past. Uh, Walter's being a big dum-dum and he goes, man, I should go call that mold child again. He's my real son. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, and Peter goes, fine, I'll, I'll go find other help uh, and goes and talks with Olivia. Mm-hmm. Um, Shows up at her house. He's like, hey, can I come in? No, this isn't for sexy purposes, I swear. Unless you were having sexy purposes with Lincoln, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> we can make that sexy sandwich into a sexy Big Mac. <laughs> David, well, isn't no, the sandwich would... already needing three parts? Yeah. I was just thinking of the hey. bread. Oh. <laughs> we can turn that sexy open face sandwich to a sexy closed face sandwich. <laughs> There's got to be a better metaphor for this. Oh, I'm sure there is. It just probably doesn't work very well with sandwiches. <laughs> but yeah, just... he's like, "Hey, i i need to I need to get to the alternate Liberty Island, and um, you can convince Bros for me, right, best friend?" And she's like, "Probably not." At w- best friend, really? Already? That seems a little quick. You don't even have sexy glasses like Lincoln does. Exactly. <laughs> Is that the big timeline difference? Olivia has a glasses fetish in this timeline? <laughs> no, no, no. Olivia has a glasses fetish in all universes, um, and Peter knows about this from his. Uh, <laughs> where she's like, no, 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 you, you gotta wear these frames. Don't worry, there's there's no prescription, but y- you need to wear these. <laughs> yeah, and Olivia has an off day because of the migraines, too, I think they mentioned, and... She's like, she, he, Peter's like, I need Secretary Bishop's assistance in configuring the device to get me home because he's the only other man in both universes who can help me do this. Mm-hmm. Olivia's like, I wouldn't trust him very much. You know, he's you sending at, fucking shapeshifters to kill us. Come yeah. on. And Broil, which, no way in hell Broyles is going to let you through. And then Lincoln shows Lincoln up. Lincoln comes in. Yeah. And he's like, hey, look, I brought you chicken soup, love of my. Hey, Peter. Oh, hey, buddy. hey man. Hey, you guys buddy. weren't doing sexy stuff, were you? Did I come back? What's, That's what's what the soup is for, sexy stuff, yeah. Um, and I like how it's just a label that says chicken soup. Well, he probably he... found one of those cool, like, you know, cool diners that just, you know, does does some chicken soup. Oh, like, I assumed oh, look, it was... the best one. I assumed it was homemade. <laughs> could also be homemade. Could be, could be one of those guys. I do homemade, like how homemade, but in that diner and he's just been there for so much that they've been like hey you just want to work back here for a little bit of the night like you're here every day anyways now he pu- obviously he pulled out his gun and threatened them <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta I do like to chicken noodle soup how, how Peter kind of looks at him he goes hang on a second you look you have or the alternate universe has their own Lincoln right you could be that Lincoln we could send you undercover. And Olivia's like, this is actually a perfect idea. And Lincoln's kind of there like, wait, what? Well, no, what Lincoln's like, hell yeah, let's let's go figure out more about shapeshifters. And Peter's like, no, you guys don't get to do your shit. You're helping me out. And they're like, yeah, sure, of course, bud. Uh, well, also, that's what's um, happening. I think at first Lincoln's like, yeah, but okay, say we do this. How do we actually get to the universe where there's no way we can use the uh, regular door? And Olivia's like, well, actually, I have this massive dynamic requ- requisition form for Walter's original travel device. Yep. Peter's like, wait, what? Is it, shouldn't that be at the bottom of the <laughs> bottom of Raiden Lake? How did you get that? And why do you need that? You can just jump to other universes yourself. Olivia's like, what? And Peter's like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what, what do you mean? I didn't say anything. 
Um, and yeah, that's where we sort of end up on that. And now we get our sort of, ooh, look, cold open thing, um, where a, a, a young boy goes into the bathroom. And, you know, he's a big boy. He doesn't need anyone to come and help him. Well, it's worth noting we are in Red Universe now. Oh, yeah. The... Because there is a double-decker car parked out front in the, the transition scene. There's Truly... a double-decker car. But it is no taller than a van. I think a double-decker car is the most idiotic design choice. No, but uh, There's have also you... the amber remembering thing that's going on here. There's uh, also there's a vending that. machine that just serves tea. Because they're keeping up with that no coffee thing. Which I appreciate. Also, hey, uh, see if you guys find anything interesting in this image. Uh, I think there's something kind of cool, maybe in one of the corners of that image. Oh, look, Waldo! <laughs> <laughs> but yes, there is one of the sigils. Yeah, uh, the, a frog sigil. Yeah. But, like, look at how fucking short this double-decker car is. Like, what's the point of that? Like, oh, yeah. it couldn't possibly fit more seating up there. There is a bed oh. up there, and you get, like, straight-jacketed in. Uh, is it? Then... No, it's a camper van. This is this universe's <laughs> version of a camper van. <laughs> and then in the top right of the same frame, I didn't even realize, <gasps> there's a Zeppelin. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, Red, Red Universe is cool, isn't it? Um, Just, dude, the, Z set, the set design for Red Universe is cool. Let's if get this straight. Have, if they didn't have double-decker cars, I would say they have great engineers, but they have <laughs> double-decker cars. So I... Uh, um, wow, yeah, this, this... Kid's, this kid's also an idiot because he walks right by the short urinals and goes, oh, this big urinal's too tall for me. Yeah, which point he uh, definitely overhears some, some dudes blowing each other in the bathroom. That's what's happening there, <laughs> right? Well, he hears some gross noises, so he rushes out to tell his mom, and then his mom is very angry, calls the security, and he's like, there are, my son was just uh, exposed to what those two people are doing in there. And so the, the uh, security guard goes in to investigate. He's like, hey, I'm going to need you to come out here. And he pushes open the stall door, which wasn't locked, apparently. Um, yeah also <laughs> and then he freaks the fuck out because there is a fucking vampire <laughs> <laughs> by that we mean shapeshifter shapeshifter just like over the corpse of someone and then you can see that the shapeshifter's face is the same as the dead dude but he's all like messed up and translucent still because he hasn't fully uh, done the shift over and he rushes out of the um, bus station I guess or train station or something out into the street, he's looking around, and then apparently, Red Universe also has the same bus schedule as Blue Universe, because a bus <laughs> just fucking tears into him at the bus station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he jumps over another bus and starts running, and then just gets absolutely demolished. <laughs> oh, yeah. If there's one thing both fringe universes have in common, is that their buses, dude, be careful around them. <laughs> They do not fucking care. They those, have those times to will... make. <laughs> those buses will murder the shit out of you. Um, I will never forget that bus suicide. <laughs> Just because how? Um, but yeah, that's that's our cold open there. Yeah, and we open back up on alternate Liberty Island with our second favorite character in the show, Secretary Bishop, as he is joined by the best character in the show fucking alternate brandon alternate brandon look at how cool he is carrying some shit in a glass tube for no reason why wouldn't you 
because it's, it's shapeshifter, shapeshifter tech. tech. He's like, oh, this is. We'll be able to trace anyone who's responsible for the new prototypes. And you're like, wait, what? They're not in on it? If only both sides talked to each other and cooperated. That's impossible, well, though. That doesn't happen. They don't trust each other. Listen, but it's, what important if they did? This, it's, it's important <gasps> that this is an allegory for the Cold War as much as possible. Uh, <laughs> which side is Russia? Uh, obviously, red universe. Red universe, red universe. <laughs> versus the blue universe. Come on, use your head, Charlie. Hey, there's red on the American flag, <laughs> Charlie. But famously, <laughs> wait, uh... it's, it was the blue army, right? <laughs> the blue army versus the red Americans. <laughs> So, 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 David, this wasn't the first time that you'd been like, wow, look at all the allegories to a Cold War that's happening in these universes, right? It's not. This has been the entire vibe, but it's great that Charlie's like, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, it's not 100% clear what side is supposed to be the Russians in this. Uh, yep, sure, Charlie, whatever you say, look at the ones that, you know, were more technologically advanced, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Decide sending all these sleeper agent spies? Yeah, totally not the Red Universe. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm sure some of the people that were hung in the gulags turned blue. <laughs> I would I would say most of them. So who who knows? Who knows which one it is? <laughs> But uh, so, are, yeah. are we sure that the American side is the one shilling out for capitalism with a Nissan advert? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! We're not, we're not there yet. We do have a very important note of Walternate being incredibly sus and being like, "Don't worry, no, no, no I got this from here. Um, this is mine. Need, I'm taking over." He, yeah, I need you all to leave. I will do the research on this myself personally. At which point As you're he, like, "Wait, uh, does is he actually still in charge of this?" Like. Which is very weird, and he and just Brandon's like, "Are you sure we have a team of scientists? This would go a lot quicker." And he's like, "Just me with some I am cocaine." The scientist. <laughs> I have the cocaine. I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, man! Oh, the Matrix. Out. Sorry, very briefly, because that just reminded me that Spider-Man trailer came out. The Matrix trailer is coming out tomorrow. I hope it's okay. I and hope they, it's at least okay. They I, already have two teaser trailers open that um, they're quite interesting, actually, because you click on them and one is it's like click the pill you want. And so one voiceover is like, oh, the world isn't what it seems. You think it's 8.55 p.m. right now, but that's not right. But it <laughs> changes with your local time. Oh, that's fun. So then you click on the other one. It's like the time is... 8.55 p.m. and anything else is a mistake. You're like, oh, damn. Yeah, I, 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 I trust the Wachowski siblings, but I sort do of you, don't trust them do either. You? Like, they've definitely made some interesting movies and choices in between The Matrix and now, so we'll see how these things go. And those interesting movies and choices includes The Matrix 2 and 3. <laughs> yes. Also, that reincarnate Cloud Atlas. That's what it was. Hey, Cloud Atlas was. Yeah, no, that's right. that's a fair point. <laughs> All right, guys. But for Jupiter, we're, we're eleven minutes into the episode. Sense we're, uh... eight. Uh... <laughs>
Um, but yeah, we after that kind of weird ending to a scene, uh, we open up with Fringe Team investigating the weirdness because that's what they do now that there's no worm. Um, and yeah, now they're just copying our Fringe Team. <laughs> yeah, now they're just like, all right, I guess this is what we do now. Um, they're starting to investigate, but then some like military people show up and they're like, hey, we're taking over. Fringe Team should leave. And Lincoln's like, whoa, what the fuck? Who's told you this? He's like, Secretary of Defense. He's like, we work for the same dude. What's going on? He's like, I don't know. Follow your fucking orders. Get the fuck out of here. I'm higher rank than you. And by that, I mean I'm in the army and I have a rank unlike you. Uh, Comrades, you need to leave. I mean fellow Americans. (laughs) Uh, Lincoln and uh, Folivia are like, oh, okay, whatever. And they uh, head off. I'm like, man, that's weird. Anyways, we cut from... oh. Right, then we have uh, Peter and our Lincoln arriving, right? Because they go to... No, the... we have our, we have our Nissan Karad. Yeah, we, we get Nissan. Oh, here. yes, yes, yes. We, we learn that we are definitely in an alternate timeline because it is no longer Ford. It is the major car that exists in the... Uh, <laughs> it is one full minute of Nissan. Uh... And look, they also have in-car calling on their phone from the driver's... Uh, and... From the steering wheel. And wow, look at that GPS built into their little display there that's, that's in the dash. Oh, it's so beautiful. So Can fancy. we just say what a, what a magical time we live in that we actually have Android Auto and Apple CarPlay now instead of everyone doing their own fucking thing? Yeah. yeah. Like, isn't that just lovely? <laughs> it is very nice to just be able to plug my phone into the car and then not worry about it. Um, but hey, not in this universe. Um, this universe, only Nissan exists. And therefore, it's just as good, Charlie, because it's only Nissan. Which is very confusing, because is, is, Nissan's not an American car manufacturer, are they? It's only Nissan, Charlie. It's only Nissan. <laughs> They're Russian, secretly. Listen, listen, Charlie, remember, this is the yellow universe. Think about that for a second. <laughs> oh. <laughs> David, you got anything to say about that? <laughs> I have no comments. <laughs> um, Do we want to make Nick bummed out and say how many other times you've been called yellow? <laughs> no, no, we shouldn't bum Nick out. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Though, to be fair, early COVID times were bad. Those were the shittiest for you, and I'm sorry. That, that <laughs> those, sounded those, like the worst. Yeah, those that was not a good time. I mean, it comes up every so often. Really with flu pandemics for some reason. Like, same thing with bird yeah. flu was that kind of hysteria as well with Asian people. Yeah, because, uh, like, you know, the Asian countries know how to deal with it, and they wear fucking masks before. It's, like, it's oh, also look. just population. It's a population yeah. density and, as well. And, like, yeah, that doesn't help, because it, it does start, it does tend to emerge there just because of the density. Science side. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's, yeah, no, it's terrible. Uh, so wait, now where are we at, uh, Peter uh, and Lincoln in, arriving? We're in the Orpheum. Uh, we're back in the Orpheum. Yes, because uh, they go back to the, because um, I guess it's the weakest point or something. I don't know. Or P- Peter's like, I, is... I know how to get from, I know how to get to the Statue of Liberty from here, so let's just do it here. Well, no, this is a, this is a weak point, probably still. Also, fucking ballsy call to hope that they didn't just amber this entire facility like they did in uh... <laughs> other well, universe. We still did they cross over here? I forget if they mentioned Season. they crossed over here originally. This uh, was you would first. assume so because but they, they they had Olivia s- cross over there. So how did they yes, get over? Yes, but Olivia the first still time? got kidnapped, right? So they definitely went over somehow. 
I don't. Uh, I don't know how. I don't probably know using this device. Even that's probably whatever. Anyway, whatever. Beside they... the point. That's yeah. <laughs> Lincoln is all like dressed up as his alternate self. He ta- he doesn't have glasses on. Olivia goes to go fix his hair. Lincoln very awkwardly looks at Peter while this is happening. Peter looks away. It's very funny. Um and wow, look, it shimmers and they're through. Nothing bad happened. This is definitely not bad that you know they decided to use the device that fucked up the uh, universe earlier. Uh, well, it shimmers as well, and then Lincoln's like, "So what happens if it closes? Well, I'm in between it." Like. Peter's like, well, it'll cut you. I killed a man like that once. Don't worry. He was a bad man, which is apparently the greatest foreshadowing ever. <laughs> no, 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 David. The greatest foreshadowing ever is coming. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't even understand how great the foreshadowing was. It's, God, it's so good. Which was absolutely ridiculous. Uh. But but anyways, hey, look, they're in the other universe, and now it's just the two of them. Uh, hopefully nothing bad happens while they're over here, and they just complete their thing as necessary. That's what's going to happen in the next 30 minutes, right? Uh, and speaking of completing things as necessary, Walternate has the dude who got demolished by a bus, and he's going to cut him open and take yep. metal out of him and look well, very Division... extraordinarily pissed off while he does it. Yes, well, Fringe Division freaks the absolute fuck out because, uh, hey, look, we have one of those wormhole things happen again. Uh, Like, this shouldn't be happening. We haven't had one of those in ages. What the fuck is going on? This is an attack. Send the nukes through. Go, go, go. Amber, Amber, Amber. (laughs) (laughs) Amber everything. We're a part of everything. Weird that the code word for ambering something is just saying amber, amber, amber. You'd think they would have a better code word? <laughs> I mean, code amber, it's kind of self-descriptive. Um, is it, isn't code amber the whole, like, hey, you gotta, like, take a puff off that thing, though? Uh, yeah, they need to have more words. They need to, <laughs> also, no, they need to stop having things be fucking yellow. Like, Also, but having that, as, having that as code amber or an amber alert implies that a young girl named Amber never got kidnapped. In, yeah, they, in that universe. Yeah, they yeah, had they got a Walter in as the, instead, and that's why that that's why it's called Amber here. They had Walter as the safety czar. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. Did we okay, have this Charlie, conversation where they became czar. Peter? They became Peter Panics. <laughs> yes, but czars are something they use in America as well. I know and, they are. Yeah, we but... looked it up. I'm just saying, you. It's not clear cut. All right. Anyways, I think, um, I think we need to consider both sides here, guys. You're being was... a little bit harsh on the overly mil- militaristic side that is <laughs> invading and at the same time afraid of invasions. Right. So yes, they cross over. Um, everything is good. They walk out. Lincoln's like, "Oh man, this place isn't that different." And then he sees the twin towers and a zeppelin and just shuts the fuck up. <laughs> And Peter's like, all right, time to go. Fringe team's going to come because we definitely alerted them by by uh, crossing over there. Uh, Would there be anything more shocking to like a mid-30s-year-old American than seeing the Twin Towers again? Just casually back up? I, I don't yeah. think so. I think that would be pretty shocking. Um, I think if you took the general person, yes. The, like, it, it, they're, they're, to a specific person, there is definitely more shocking things that they could see. But I think if you're like, yeah, no, I want yeah, like, to shock like, everyone. And that is it. Yeah, I wasn't, I, I, I didn't mean it as like, oh, what's more shocking? Seeing your dead father again or the <laughs> Twin Towers? 
Anyway. Just like from a landmark perspective, like something that's very clear to tell is, um, yeah, I think the Twin Towers is the best choice. Yeah. Well, because it's also kind of like a, I know for sure those shouldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> like I have, I've had several classes tell me that these aren't here anymore. <laughs> classes. <laughs> but but anyways uh we have lincoln uh they're, they're going through with their plan um lincoln is escorting peter to uh the island and is pretending to uh to liberty island and is pretending that peter is a prisoner um and is pulling the the good old like listen we're in the military this guy's classified um no one no one needs to know about this except you uh this guy's my special friend the guard does a pretty good job here, actually, where he's like, nah, I'm, I'm going to call this up the chain. And then Lincoln brings up the, yeah, but this is confidential. You call it up the chain, I'll go to at least three more people. That's three more people who have to know about this confidential interrogation. It's three more people that, you know, are all higher up than you and are all going to want someone to blame when it comes down that they knew about this. And they weren't supposed to. Um, so he's, he kind of folds like a cheap suit. Um, well, no, he, the way he does things is great, though, after that, where he's like, all right, I got to see your show me. Like, uh, it's like, I lost it. I had to jump in the river to catch this guy. Okay. They're like, Dude's but like, you're, right, you're completely dry, and so is he. <laughs> nah, he, he's, he's completely unfazed by that. Uh, don't worry. Uh, here, just, just give me your handprint, and you'll be good to go. Um, gives the handprint handprints passes um and they wait for the ferry and uh our, our our guy goes hey by the way uh i guess you haven't done it yet but i'll report your uh show me is missing uh which is where lincoln should have been like oh no nah, man i already did that <laughs> well they would know with the system <laughs> oh i guess yeah so lincoln um, everyone does their jobs properly here uh that's what i'm gonna say <laughs> yes and he and Peter are waiting for the boat ride, and the sentry gets a call being like, hey, um, uh, does the sentry get a call being like, oh, hey, uh, I'm Lincoln Lee. You reported my show me missing? Well, yeah, because Lincoln, they're, they're investigating the Orpheum. Um, they pack it up. There's nothing weird happening there. Uh, who knows what's going on? Blah. Um, they're like, all right, let's head back to Fringe Division. Um, that's some pretty spooky stuff that uh, Walternate is uh, taking all those shapeshifters for himself. Should probably go figure out what's going on with that. And Lincoln's like, all right, taps to try and drive the car. Car doesn't work. Tells him to get the fuck out. You stole a show me. Uh, it's like, show me reported missing? What? From, from this location. Which seems like a lot of information to give someone. Ah, <laughs> uh, not from... <laughs> no, because that's information given to the person who has theoretically you, stolen yeah. your card Fair, using the right. stolen show me and it's like someone reported this missing at this specific location oh that's around the block let me go kill the person that reported this missing <laughs> let me go no no let me go threaten them to tell them that they found it to cancel the the reported missing yeah it just feels like way too much information to be giving someone <laughs> but Lincoln's like, this is bullshit. I'm going to call them. And he calls the dude and he's like, hey, you had my thing reported. You fucked uh, up. Missing? I didn't fucking miss it. What, you, what, what's going on here? At which point the guard goes, uh, you're, you're Lincoln <laughs> Lee, right? Lincoln's like, You're yeah. in love with Olivia, right? And he's like, yeah. How, do you how know did you know? <laughs> Everyone knows. Um, but yeah, yeah, and then they, they show up and arrest Lincoln. Um, Normal Lincoln, Lincoln and, and normal, yeah. 
I guess not normal uh, after, Peter. After Peter uh, has it revealed that Lincoln, you know, was not planning to stick to the plan of this is all for helping Peter. Um, and he was going to go and uh, find um, any shapeshifter files that he could to prove that the other side did it. Um, so, you know, at least they yeah. came here for a reason for their universe as well. I mean, it feels very, like, I, like, you're investigating shapeshifters. Apparently, this dude saw you and reported your thing missing. That's just alarm bells going off, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, can you just shoot up once? We got to see if he bleeds. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, well, these no, ones the bleed new... blood. Yeah, these ones are indistinguishable for, to, down to the DNA. Like, All right, I need you to go walk up to this guy who's saying that he's me. And tell him to kill you, and then take your shape, and then report back <laughs> to me what happens. But yeah, no, Lincoln and uh, Peter are waiting at the ferry, or waiting for the ferry, and then uh, they're talking. And Peter's like, "All right, excellent. You should probably get going now. I'll make my way in there. I can figure it out." And Lincoln's like, "Oh, that's that's not gonna happen." Peter's like, "Wait, what the fuck? What do you mean?" And Lincoln's like, no, you said that the lab you were working in has all this confidential, like, documents. I, I need to steal them. <laughs> I need those. He's like, what the fuck? Is Olivia putting you up to this? He's like, no, maybe, yes. <laughs> Listen, this is for the good of my universe. You may not care about it, but I do. <laughs> um, um, and yeah, they get arrested. Um, yeah, while they're, they're arguing, they're, Peter they're not and murdered, Olivia. They're they, they... <laughs> Yeah. Lincoln and Bolivia show Lincoln up. Lincoln doesn't get absolutely <laughs> murdered here. Uh. Which is absolutely shocking. But yeah, they get safely arrested instead of just shot. <laughs> and then not put in the same transport as Lincoln and Olivia. Um. No. Yeah, they get put into like an actual sort of like, uh, I think because Lincoln and Olivia are just driving in like an SUV or something. And then they have an actual like prisoner transport yeah. that they put them in. And so they're uh, sort of convoying them over back to Fringe Division, um, at which point the driver of the um, prisoner transport gets a phone call. He answers it and he goes, yes, mm, okay. And then just very calmly uh, like pulls the car to a hard left. His partner who's in the other seat goes, whoa, what are you doing? And then he gets shot. <laughs> and then we cut to Lincoln and Peter going, uh... <laughs> Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, and yep, there's a whole scene of like, oh no, um, what what's happened? Did they take control of the car? Um, Peter and Lincoln are stopped and told to get out of the car, uh, release their cuffs, and this guy's definitely gonna make it look like they uh were trying to were trying to escape. It's definitely one of those. Fortunately for them, uh, that doesn't happen here. Uh, instead, they are able to overpower the dude um, and uh, kill him. Lincoln's able to murder the guy. Lincoln's like, ah, I have a taste for blood now. This might be bad. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I have this like, I, I have this want for like someone with like more red hair. And it's weird. I don't know <laughs> no. what's going on. This <laughs> blood on my hands makes me really want like you know. I really I feel really... like. I should be proposing to someone right now. I really <laughs> hope she has a child through another man. It's great. And I can we know be that, that child's dad. In universe. Uh, Remember when David was like, oh man, his son's going to play a huge role. I really, oh, damn. Remember when David was a fucking idiot that one time? <laughs> Remember when I nailed some other things? 
called shots some ways, didn't call shots in other ways. Uh. Um, but yeah, the French team is able to track down um, track down the uh, missing transport truck uh, and find um, the transport truck going away. Um, but uh, there's two people still in that alleyway. Oh, look, it's both the fringe agents. Oh, look, they're both dead. Uh, they, they, yeah, because they still have the trackers on the fringe agents. And then so Olivia's like, you go, I'm going to get out and check on them or something. Like, maybe they're still living. Sense. Who knows? Because <laughs> they're just both dead on the ground. Um, finally, like they managed to catch up to the uh, transport. Um, they pull it over and it's just Lincoln by himself driving it. <gasps> What happened? How could this happen? There's also specifically in this scene that I really wanted Lincoln to go, or like this or in the previous scene, for Lincoln to go, damn, I didn't realize I had to wear like an earring. Because. Uh, <laughs> Just looking at the other Lincoln going, hmm, damn it. Does that mean the same thing here that it means in my world? <laughs> well, no. Earring here is what they call a telephone. Uh, anyways. <sighs> Okay, that was a long enough silence. Anyways, <laughs> we're, we're still here. Uh, See, David, that's how you do it. Exactly. That's how you ignore the shit joke. <laughs> it was very good. Well, but look, Which is something you'll tele- never it, have it to do phone. for me. I'm so, uh, anyways, we're past it. It doesn't make sense because in the like next scene, we clearly see Peter's mom with earrings in. But maybe those ones are also phones and she just has the next generation. <laughs> in both ears well yeah that allows for stereo one's her work phone one's a one's a personal phone <laughs> well, one's yes, for the sidewall side alternate we find out here that uh peter ran off essentially to go find his mom in order to like find allies and he knows where she lives um but yeah she comes into her house uh puts away like some bags um, sees that she her house has been broken into by seeing the broken back door immediately pushes a silent alarm and then starts hustling out of there very smart woman run <laughs> like, fucking get out of there at which point Peter steps out and is like okay listen this is gonna sound crazy but I need your help and she looks at him and goes P- Peter? well no first she's like here I have money just please let me go <laughs> and is like trying to uh good instincts yep. yeah and she goes very quickly from, please don't kill me, I'll give up my husband, whatever you want, to, please sit down, let me squish your face. <laughs> yep. I'm glad they got this actress back, too. Yeah, me too. It's really great. They didn't just be She's like, really look, good. she committed suicide in both universes here. And timelines. <laughs> well, she didn't commit it in this universe last time, so it doesn't make any sense exactly. for her to have committed this time. So. Do you are, think she knows sure about Walter about Nett's remember, mistress remember Peter in this talking about how, uh... <laughs> What a weak woman she was. Yeah, she probably only survived in like one out of four timelines or something like that. You know, it's <laughs> oh, probably about the average. <laughs> She's a variant in this one. <laughs> the time variance authority are going to come. <laughs> and, and she's like, where does my story end? And they're like, unfortunately, a lot of the time. Here, at the b- bottom of this bottle. <laughs> Oh. oh, oh no! Like you're completely right, but Jesus. <laughs> so yes, they have a heart-to-heart conversation. Um, and she is an ally. She is the first one who actually wants to help Peter. Yes, she goes. I will do whatever it is in my power to help you. I'm sure Walternet will do the same. 
Um, Let me call him right now and tell him only... where you are. And he's like, and whoa, whoa, ba- don't do that. Also basically does the, the only reason I'm still alive is I believe, like, I believe that, you know, if there was one other universe, there had to be others, and at least one of them would have a Peter like this. Uh, where you were yeah. grown up and happy and had people you loved. And Peter kind of goes, I, I, I was grown up and happy and had people I loved. I'd like and then I was just, like and then I was now, just grown up. <laughs> but yeah, and then she's like, "Oh shit, I forgot to tell you, uh, I pressed a silent alarm, and despite being very slow, the military will be here." <laughs> we we were able to have this whole conversation, but uh, yeah, no, the the military are like knocking at the door now, and they're probably gonna murder you. At which point, Peter's and like, Pete, "Please, Peter's please like, don't I let them gotta take g- me." <laughs> He's like, I got a gun. And she's like, they'll really kill you if you have a gun. <laughs> but she goes, where did you get a gun? What? <laughs> Listen, let me have that. Um, I felt very much um, like talk, like a uh, mother talking to a child advisor. Say, okay, now put that down. G- give it to me. <laughs> give mommy the gun. <laughs> it's uh, the uh, vine where it's like, what do you have there? A knife. A knife. No. <laughs> Yeah, but the military burst in. She's like, don't shoot. We're going to go see my husband. And they're like, are you sure? And she's like, did I fucking stutter? You are you sure? Gave you we an could all order, pretend soldier. right now that he was holding a gun to your head. And this would be so easy. <laughs> so little paperwork. And she just bitch slaps him and goes, who's weak now, motherfucker? Or maybe he killed you before we got in here. <laughs> Look at that gun in your hands. I'm sure it's his. Uh... <laughs> oh, no. Maybe you killed yourself because you're sad and weak. <laughs> Maybe you shot him and then shot yourself in the back of the head. With my gun, of all things. I don't know how you overpowered me and took it, but you did. Right, boys? And the one guy's like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Dude, that's the are Secretary you... of Defense's wife. Come on. Are, are you okay? Uh... And then we cut to um, Bolivia and... God, it's Folivia. Can can we please just stick with Folivia? It's so much Folivia better. and um, Folivia and Lincoln. Blinken. No, Link- Do you want to call Blinken. him Blinken? You can call him Blinken if you if want. If it's Bolivia, I- yeah, Bolivia and Blinken. Well, no, it's it's Folivia, Davis. It's it's been Folivia. Lincoln, like it's a con. Uh, Lincoln the second. Ford because he's the cheap line in the Lincoln lineup. <laughs> I just um, like Bl- I like Blinken. I do, you're stealing fine. that from Men in Tights, though. Am I? <laughs> I don't the, know. Robin in in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Robin Hood's blind servant is called Blinken. I've never seen that movie. That's oh, crazy. watch that movie. It's hilarious. Have you? Do you guys not watch Mel Brooks? Not um, really. No, not really. Oh my god, we're gonna have a Mel Brooks night sometime. Uh, we can do that with my new roommate at some point. We'll just all come here and have a Mel Brooks. Which fifty-inch TV will we watch it on, though? Both at the same time. Well, no, we'll have <laughs> two, two different, different movies Mel going, Blank and movies. you can yeah, you can just like go hop in and out from which movie you want to watch. <laughs> Fair enough. But we cut to um, Folivia and Blinken tying up Lincoln in a broom cupboard. And there is oh so conveniently a pole that splits the left side of the screen from the right side of the screen. So we can have Lincoln and Blinken in the same shot. Ooh. And hey, look at that. Is that camera locked down on a tripod? (laughs) At which point, hey, look, they don't have a threesome. Uh... Yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
But yeah, they essentially tie him up here because they don't want to give him to. Um... We also don't know how much time has passed. They may have just finished. <laughs> they yeah. don't want to give him to Walter Nick because uh, Blinken was like, hey, that dude got a call and then he went all crazy. Like, you guys have like plants or something. Like, there's definitely something fishy going on. And they're like, yeah, we traced the call. He did get a phone call. So we're going to trace where it came from. Until we do that, we're going to leave you here, though. Yeah, we, we, uh, we, we care about our jobs enough that we're going to, like, you know, still, we're, we're not, <laughs> we're not going to just bring you over there. Um, you're going to stay here so we can follow up on this first. Mm-hmm. And we then cut back over to Liberty Island, finally, uh, where uh, Peter and Peter's mom, Elizabeth, are going to go see Walternet. And look, it's it's such a happy reunion. Um, you can see how shocked and surprised and how happy Walternet is to see Peter. It's great. Uh, definitely didn't know that this was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and after, you know, doing his best to, you know, feign all the surprise and you know make sure that his wife is agrees with it and after peter's fed all the lies of like i'm pretty sure walternate wants to kill me please don't leave me with him uh yeah. walternate's like hey can you leave me with my son for a minute now i just <laughs> need point... to talk to him alone <laughs> at which point elizabeth is like i guess <laughs> okay and she goes to leave and she turns to um uh peter and she's like just just trust him i swear he's a good person He's not going to kill you, probably. <laughs> At which point, all, uh, all niceties are dropped, um, and the coldness between the two is very evident. Um, as um, Peter does his best to be like, look, we, 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 know, we know you tried to kill me. Walter gets like, ah, yes, as he starts assembling what appears to be a gun. Uh, I thought it was going to be like a weird, like, brain-sucky-out device. It looked terrifying <laughs> with the prongs. Oh, yeah, no, this, this looked like it went in the back of, Peter's, uh, uh, back of Peter's neck, like, really good. Uh, just took all of his spinal fluid out. Ugh. Just slurp that all up, delicious. Uh, I'm going to feed this to my spinal fluid vampire. <laughs> well, no, can you imagine how good the spinal fluid from a third universe must be? <laughs> but they're having this conversation. Peter's like, oh, yeah, you must have the, like, this all figured out. Like, you're obviously, like, in charge. Man, you're such a good actor, blah, 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 blah. Like, obviously, you've been setting these shapeshifters, like, and you're, like, this big, bad, evil person. And Walter, and it's like, here, let me power move you. And he calls in Brandon, and he's like, Brandon, have I had anything to do with the shapeshifters? And Brandon's like, no, I personally took a look at all of the technology. There's none of your handiwork uh, there. And Walter, and it's like, yes, correct. And then just shoots Brandon in the face. <laughs> David, were you so happy about this? Like, this is the start of all the twists, and it's a fucking great twist to start that on. That was a great, I was li- like, this is where I went, whoa, whoa, oh my god, what? <laughs> Alright, so, then, so, so listeners, this is where the episode gets really good. This is where <laughs> Fringe is comes out to play. <laughs> the next fucking, like, eight minutes are amazing. <laughs> yeah, because he, he, like, tases Brandon, it's not like a traditional gun, it's like, it's an electric gun. He zaps him in the face. And he Brandon like goes down in a heap and then you wake back up and Brandon's on a table and there's tubes going in and out of his body. Uh, Brandon Brandon is apparently a shapeshifter and is now dead on this slab and Walter and it's just like, "Yeah, I'm the coolest motherfucker in the room." 
Listen, unlike the rest of you, I know when someone's a shapeshifter. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah, don't... <laughs> also, like, I, I was a little bit concerned, because it would also kill people. Yeah, that's why... <laughs> well, yeah, because Peter's like, hey, you figured out a way to, you know, figure out who's a shapeshifter. That machine does it. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, that murders everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's dude, not this a... Is just... This is just a taser on steroids, my dude. <laughs> like, it doesn't murder the shapeshifters because they're hardier than us. You think I could find something that murders them but not us? So, mm, I, mean, I mean, technically, technically it would figure out who's a shapeshifter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does this, perfectly identify who is a shapeshifter. They're the ones that live. This is... All right, all I'm going to say is is that this is a significantly worse solution than just sticking everyone in an MRI and seeing who has something fucking demolished out of their leg. <laughs> hey, it, it worked for finding out who was a witch or not. Turns out no one was a witch. <laughs> I would assume I would assume that any mechanical parts of them are not ferromagnetic. Um Charlie, you right, would not believe some of these... how hard it is to create medical equipment or things like this that are not shapeshifters. Gonna get yeah, hey Nick, how them. fucking hard is it to make shapeshifters? Uh, shapeshifters, you're right. Shapeshifters. <laughs> hmm? You want to explain the complexities of that to me? Because at that point, finding non-magnetic metals seems pretty fucking trivial. Because also, like, they're impersonating high-ranking officials. Some of those officials have to pass through metal detectors at some point. Yeah, and they probably just all had a weird procedure. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, we... Walter, it's just like, oh, yeah, they've I've I've known Brandon has been replaced for a while now. Um, like or I suspected aren't... it. He suspected yeah, things... I've just been working it up like, you know, I'm not a murderer. I gotta think about it for a couple weeks. I gotta make it real premeditated. Uh... Yeah, and he's like, hey, um, but we can't tell anyone because that's too much panic. You, though, I can trust you because you literally have no allegiance to anyone. You're the only true neutral party. So I need you to go back to Blue Universe and tell them that I'm not the enemy and that we have a mysterious third party who is fucking with both of us. And Peter's like, okay, but you need to help me fix the bridge device so I can get back to where I belong. And Walter Nitz like, sure, I will 100% do that as soon as we deal with this shapeshifter problem. Listen, I gotta figure out whatever the fuck is going on on my end, and then I'm happy to help you with your... Um, this, this feels like a D&D quest. This is just... <laughs> that is what all of this feels like here. It's like, yes, I will do something for you as soon as you finish doing something for me. <laughs> Main story quest, get back to your timeline. New quest added, defeat the shapeshifter threat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then we cut to uh, Bolivia and Blinken, and they're discussing about what to do, and they're like, Blinken's like, okay, but listen, we should tell Broyles. Like, I I like my job. I don't want to lose my job. We should at least tell Broyles to give us some leeway. Like, we don't have to tell him exactly what we're doing, but we should just, like, tell him we're investigating something. And Bolivia's like, fine, okay. We got the phone number. We can go track it down right now. We'll go yeah. figure out what's going on. We got to tell yeah. him. So they go to Broyles and they tell them, hey, we're uh, tracking up a lead on that whole situation. Um, we like, And they're like super evasive about it. And Broyles kind of just looks at them and goes, all right, it's fine. At which point I knew he was a shapeshifter. <laughs> <laughs> at which point, motherfucking twist number two. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you know Broyles a shapeshifter? Oh, do you, you think you know Broyles a shapeshifter? Doesn't fucking matter because we're going to tell you. 
Yep, and then Bolivia and Blinken walk away, very happy, and then Broyles kind of looks at them, pulls out a cell phone, calls fucking David Robert Jones. <laughs> well, he, no, because he, he taps the desk and he's just like, they're on your, their way to you now. And then it's the creepy notes and the most dramatic fucking zoo, like pan over while he turns. And he's just like, would it be sure to give them a warm welcome? And you're like, holy shit. He's and back. that's when. And that's when He's I back. freaked. That's when I freaked out, and then messaged our Discord in just absolute shock. <laughs> and then He's you see back. a whole bunch of bodies in like cryostasis tanks, which are presumably more shapeshifters. Yeah, nope. and he's got like a whole bunch of shapeshifter discs there. So they're either sh- either shapeshifters or they're the people shapeshifters have taken over. Either way, it's not good. Um, and I lose my goddamn mind. And then and, you're like, okay, that's the high note this episode is ending on. But yeah, that's, that's not even it. Because we cut back to the theater and Olivia is like waiting for Peter co- to come back. And then suddenly she pulls out her gun because what the fuck? The Observer's here. Yep, the Observer's here. But they don't here. know they... about the Observer's in this universe either. So she's like, who are you? How did you get here? And he has a bullet wound in his chest. Also, he's, uh, you know, he, he does the whole thing that he did with Peter as well, of just copying the words as she's saying them. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but then he's like, hey, I've looked at all the possible futures, and the result's always the same. You have to die. <gasps> and then he and, dies. Does he, though? <laughs> no, because she turns around and is like, I got to take you to the hospital because you're bleeding. And she goes to get her coat, and then when she turns back around, he's just fucking gone. God, what a fucking end. (laughs) Ah, so good. Yeah, that's... It's such a good camera shot, too, because it's... From behind the Observer, you're sitting in a seat in the the theater. Olivia is leaning over him, being like, oh, you're shot. I gotta get my jacket. And it follows her kind of up. It's all one shot, and she gets her jacket, and it pulls back, and he's just gone. And it's just so smooth. It's really And I know I know the observer actor just kind of like ducked down onto the floor. Well, no, they did one of the fancy things with uh, one cuts where it like they they could have done that, Charlie. But I'm betting what actually happened was is like, hey, look, we'll just do this shot where we pull out to here. um, And then we have, you know, something sort of obscuring so that it's really easy for it to look like it's. No, I I genuinely think they just as they pull forward down. He he slumps forward and there's there's space for him to hide. That's fair. I don't think you need to do any like two plate comping. Either way, but yeah, amazing what a shot. what a fucking end. Um, so the observer is at the end of the episode, and the Shocking. glyphs for this one are Jones. And right, this David. is where you, this is where oh, we got. That's why it was David. All no, right, David, d- you, you dude, ready for, you ready for the next episode clue for this for this <laughs> for this episode? <laughs> Charlie, you can reveal it this time. So when last episode when we were like, why is the glyph David? This makes no fucking sense. I looked up the list of the glyphs for the season. Uh, going back four episodes from this, from that episode to this one, so the, the four episode span, it's, it reads out, still alive, David Jones. Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. Yup. <laughs> That's so good. They 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 fucking they fucking got us. <laughs> so what's the next episode clue? That's that, there is no one. That, there that is no next is very episode. Much just that's what oh, it that's is. Not, that doesn't count. That's that doesn't count. They're two separate things. 
I mean, that's hype as fuck, but... <laughs> I, I have suspicions if there was a next episode clue as to where it comes from. Um, mm-hmm. And it goes back to um, the hospital that they were in last time. Um, so if there, if there is a next episode clue, I believe it has something to do with a hospital that they had last time where it's uh, like Two Pines Hospital. Um, and they focus in on um, the logo and the hospital itself. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that they're going for duplicity across that um, relating to shapeshifters. And the logo itself has a bit of a... And the duplicity Maybe. of having another David Roberts. That's what I would go for him if, that's, if there was a next episode clip. I like specifically noted that in the previous one because I've been trying to find them in the episodes. Jeez. Um, yeah. So if there was one, I think it would be around then. I also have an idea. I, I'll see if there's one for the next one. I noticed something, and I think it might be the next uh, been, I've been I've been really trying recently to find them myself <laughs> as well. Um, but yeah, episode ratings. Let's do those. Uh, David, you can start. Yeah. Um, uh, fucking 4.5, guys. <laughs> yeah, this is... <laughs> No, uh, don't need to justify or say anything just a 4.5 <laughs> here's here's what i'm gonna say the last eight minutes of this episode are like a six um and the remainder of the episode is like a four uh it's a good episode it's fun um and then the last five minutes are just insane uh i got like, i got super confused why you were saying a six because my mind immediately went to a, a 1 to 10 scale and was like, why are you rating the, the hype parts of this episode so lowly? <laughs> no, it means it goes off the scale. It's, it, is, it is well off the scale. Um, but yeah, uh, about a four and a half for me as well. This, if the rest of the episode was as good as those last eight minutes, which is basically impossible, then this is a very easy five, but it's four and a half for me. If the beginning of the episode had that uh, John Scott dude show up, <laughs> yeah, could yeah, you yeah. imagine? <laughs> then yeah, um, then, then it would be a five. If just... John Scott showed up using the ghost network... <laughs> Well, then it's then it's then it's higher than a five. Then we've broken the scale. Like it's <laughs> it's over. Then we will be doing nothing but dissecting that scene for the next twenty episodes. Yeah, like it, it's over. That's. <laughs> ah, I was not right about the uh, about the next episode clue. Oh, send it to me. What is it? The one for next time, not for this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just looking at the next one because you know I watched the episode now and preview. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do the best I can. Anyway. Yeah, this is uh, I I can't express how excited I I was a little bit scared because I like obviously I knew Jones was coming back and I think a couple episodes right around the season premiere for this one we were talking about like what effects did Peter have on the timeline and I was almost steering the conversation to. Well, the events at Raiden Lake would have happened differently. I'm glad you didn't because this might that made this so much better for David. <laughs> I had apps I completely like oh my god. And it's, it's it's not even like he's like perfect like it looks like he has skin grafts or something on the side of his face. Like he's still not like something still fucked with him physically. Well, science well, prison no, still fucked with him. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. escape from science prison. We also, like, also there's the whole, is this the Jones from, like, the, not from the Red Universe, we'll say. From whatever, like, we'll say our universe still. 
Blooniverse? Uh, yeah. Well, well, yeah, it? I think he's Blooniverse. He's definitely Blooniverse if he's crossed over and he's all fucked up like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we have a David Robert Jones. I don't know if there's ever been mention of a David Robert Jones in Red Universe. Well, because he was, yeah. um, um, what's his name? William Bell's, like, apprentice, right? Or like Yeah. And William Bell never existed in Red like, or, or never did, rose he, to prominence. Yeah, he like died very at a young age or something. So um, he was who who was murdered by that fight. <laughs> but yeah, uh, absolutely banger of an episode. Um, this is why I, I, this I, is why I was so uh, this is why I told you, Dave, that I was so excited for the for you. It was it was a very good episode. Holy crap! <laughs> fucking great episode. Um, I don't think we got any fun facts for this episode. Just hey, fucking awesome job. Fun fact, mm-hmm. this episode is rad as shit. Yeah, fun fact, <laughs> it's a great episode. Watch it again. Watch the last eight minutes, like, as many times as you want. Um, yeah. Um, anyone got anything else to say, or can I bring us Nah, bring us out. Alright, well, uh, thank you so much for watching, or for listening, um, to Okay, this bring us out, but don't flub it. Uh, never, <laughs> never. I, David, it's it's off the rails now at this point. I hope you realize that. So, hey, thanks everyone for uh, for listening to this episode of our podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed it, feel free to uh, leave us a give us a like on uh, any of the podcatching <laughs> services of your cho- of your choosing. I'm gonna flub every other word for the rest of this outro, and it's gonna be great. Why is it, why is it so <laughs> I don't, bad? I don't know what's <laughs> happened to me. Oh, what's going on? Anyways. If you, you know, any of those podcatching services, run, like, all of them, probably. Uh, but iHeartRadio is the coolest one. Um, <laughs> so check that one out. Also, our home at Podbean. Shout out to Podbean. Uh, you're great. Um, if you want to go tell me how terrible this outro has been, which is entirely fair, uh, you got two different ways to do it. Uh, if you want to do it in the short form manner, um, you can, uh, you know, just tweet at us um, at Forsaf. That's F-O-U-R-S-A-A-F. Or uh, you could send us an email if you've got a long form, you know, copy pasta of how terrible this outro is that you want to send to us for me to read and flub as well um, at forsaf at gmail.com. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Catch us on the next one. Outro. The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 creative commons license.